Transcripts and recordings of the podcast may not be used for any purpose without the direct written permission of the podcast owner. Welcome to Light It Up, a podcast about resilient women balancing motherhood, their careers, personal lives, and all of the challenges that come along with being a superwoman. Each week, you'll be motivated to take action to lead, inspire, transform, and empower. Now, here's your host, Dr. Regina Mashira. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Light It Up. I am your host, Dr. Agina Mashira. I hope your week is off to a great start. I know mine certainly is. I am working towards having a very productive and positive week, and I am so excited to be on the mic today. As you know, there wasn't an episode last week. And that's because I was in Palm Springs or Palm Desert, uh, California for a Women's Leadership Institute. And I had planned to release an episode, but I just couldn't make it happen Um, after catching a 5 a.m. flight last Monday. And then with the time zone change, I was two hours behind and it was just too much of a challenge trying to get all of the moving parts aligned. Although for a very brief moment, I thought I was going to be able to record an episode later in the week, but that didn't happen either. So here we are now, a missed week, but I'm here today, here this week. Um, We've got a couple more weeks until the end of 2022. Um, and you know, I'm just realizing that it's okay. It's okay to miss a week. Any other time I probably would have, no, I would have pushed myself until I got it done, but I've come to realize that it's okay for plans to change. So here I am now and I've had an opportunity to reflect on um, the conference that I attended. And as I've been reflecting, you know, I realized that the last conference that I attended out of state for work was in March of 2020. And it was about a week before the shutdown um, due to the pandemic. Um, So when I came across this Women's Leadership Institute conference a few months ago, I thought it was the perfect opportunity to focus on my development as a professional and as a woman and as a mother. Um, There were so many lessons learned and connections made, and I was able to really replenish my spirit so that I can get through the final few weeks of 2022 and prepare for an amazing 2023. I am definitely claiming that and um, thinking very, very positively on the outlook for, um, for myself professionally as well as personally. Um, 
So yeah, it was just a great time to um, situate myself in a space where I could um, gain as much information and insight as possible. Um, But before getting down to business of the conference, I had an opportunity to drive to LA on last Monday to have dinner with my friend, Randy McKenzie, who's originally from Chicago. I had dinner with Randy and his wife and uh, it was a great time, but I had this brilliant idea last week to drive from Palm Springs to LA on a on a Monday afternoon. So, you know, after visiting LA a couple of times in the past, one would have thought that I knew better than to drive to LA. Um, but I didn't. It was a two-hour drive, which initially didn't sound bad, but once I hit all of the stop and go and standstill traffic, I was quickly reminded of why I don't particularly care for LA. The traffic, quite honestly, is just horrible. It's 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 horrendous. But I digress. Um we we had an opportunity to dine at um this restaurant. It's called Mercado. It was in Pasadena and um, it's a Mexican restaurant. The food was absolutely wonderful. So if you're ever in the area, make sure you check them out, but had a really great time. And then after dinner and talking for a while, I drove back to Palm Desert, California, where I was staying. uh, And got in my bed to get ready for the next day um, uh, for my conference. But the remainder of the week with the conference opening on last Tuesday, um, I was really focused on networking with women in various roles within higher education who had traveled from across the country. And this was really my first time um, attending a conference that focused on, I guess, the overall holistic aspect of being a professional. And I guess you're probably wondering, like, what do I mean by that? So most conferences are focused on a subject matter or, you know, specific content area. This conference, I think, was unique in that there were various topics covered that I think all women could relate to, more or less. Um, There were panel sessions that focused on um, finances. Uh, There were sessions that talked about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Sessions that focused on Uh, preparing for leadership roles, and then the the balancing act of being a professional, being a leader in your workplace, but then still maintaining that responsibility of your personal life in terms of managing a household, having a family. Um, So 
from that standpoint, you got like a broad spectrum of various topics uh, that were covered. There was even a panel session um, with a, there were, yeah, there was a chief financial officer from an institution, former chancellor, president, financial advisor. And so that particular uh, panel session was uh, focused on the financial aspects of whether or not you want to um, learn how to enter into um, the field of finance and higher ed or negotiating your salary, raises, what have you, um, the importance of investment, making sure your money is right. Um, it was a really good opportunity to give the conference attendees a chance to ask questions that they may not ordinarily have an opportunity to ask of women who are sitting in these um, very important roles. Um, so there were also other sessions with women um, who, who even served as vice presidents of various divisions within their respective institutions. So it was overall a great opportunity to really connect and meet women working in the C-suite, senior level roles in, in higher ed. So there was a wealth of knowledge shared throughout the entire week. And more importantly, I think the women that I connected with were open to sharing their experiences, offering advice about navigating certain situations in higher ed, and they were even willing to lend a helping hand to other women at the conference. And that was one very important takeaway because sometimes when you're in a situation where there are very few women in leadership roles, um, you may experience the crab in a barrel type of, I guess, mentality, but this conference reiterated the importance of helping other women ascend to leadership roles. And that definitely resonated with me because one of my areas of focus and interest has always been on the development of women as leaders, uh, particularly as it relates to establishing mentoring relationships. That's what my research study was on. Um, for my dissertation. So to hear um, women in vice president roles, roles as vice presidents or presidents and chancellors, you know, persistently reminding attendees that, sure, it's important for you to um, try to navigate that space and rise up the ladder within higher ed, but you also have a responsibility and a duty to help another woman along the way. And there were quite a few um, statistics and, and various information shared um, as far as um, research that's been done focusing on women in the workplace. There was a survey, the women in the women in the workplace survey, um, by the McKinsey Institute that was facilitated earlier this year in 2022. 
just give you some statistics on what it looks like as far as women in leadership. So for every 100 men who are promoted, this is within the realm of higher education, um, 87 women are promoted and 82 women of color are promoted. So that's for every 100 men. At an R1 institute, so that's a research one institution, which is the type of institution where I work in higher education. Of 124 presidents, so your R1, your research one-based institution, there are 124 of them. Of those 124 presidents, 24 of them are white women and only six are women of color. Think about that. Of 124 presidents at R1, Research One-based institutions in higher education, 24 are white women and only six are women of color. There are a couple of reasons for that. You've got um, the double bind, that's being a woman, woman of color. Um, there's also that queen bee phenomenon. And then there's the maternal wall. And that certainly, um, I, I fit in a couple of these categories, to be honest with you. The maternal wall is definitely a category where I can say for myself, I have sacrificed and put my professional career on hold to a certain degree because I am a mother, um, because I have children. And added to that, I'm a divorced mother. So the bulk of the responsibility, 99.9% .9 of the responsibility falls on me. I don't have a partner at home who can be there to help balance out that equation of parenting. So it all falls on me. And when you have women in that situation, and of course the same can be true for women who do have someone at home, but we're, that's, um, you know, that's still a different scenario. But when you have these types of situations, women oftentimes have to make a choice. They have to decide, do they want to try to get that promotion, get that higher level title, or do they need to create a space where there is some semblance of work-life balance, which oftentimes that doesn't really exist. It's more of an integration of work and your personal life, more so than there actually being um, a balance per se. So there are different barriers that keep women from ascending to leadership roles as quickly as they probably would like to, um, but it's real. 
And this conference was an eye-opener for me um, because it revealed to me that, of course, I'm not the only one who's experiencing this. Um, but, you know, just trying to figure out ways around this. When do you decide that you can now try to fast track your career or try to focus in on looking for leadership opportunities. And to be perfectly honest, now that I have two children in college and one who is in her second year of high school, with two more years left, I'm beginning of high school, I'm beginning to seriously think about what will my um, career in higher ed, what will it look like? I currently hold a leadership role. However, I have a desire to work in um, a higher level of leadership within the capacity of, of higher education. So of course, there are some strategies that I need to put into place um, to make sure that I can navigate those channels uh, successfully. Um, one other area of focus from this conversation, there were just so many to be perfectly honest, um, focused on what makes a great leader. And, you know, there are, of course, men who listen to my podcast so hopefully they won't be offended <laughs> about um, anything that I'm going to say relative to women as leaders, but women actually make great leaders. Um, some of the characteristics of a great leader um, is comprised of showing empathy, uh, being inspiring, being motivating, challenging others in a positive way, being able to lead by example, and um, also demonstrating that you are courageous enough to change as often or change as much um, as needed to, to drive the team forward. And then being comfortable and vulnerable to change your mind when there are new facts presented to you. Um, so you're not just, you know, tunnel vision with not being willing or open to listen to other information that's provided and then potentially make a different decision. Also being future focused in terms of your mindset. And so we were challenged to ask ourselves, which of the character traits do you feel confident about? And if you had to like think long and hard about it, then perhaps those were character traits that you probably need to develop or build, um, work upon. Um, but some of the ways in which we know that women make better leaders is that men and women handle stress differently. Let's face it, women are better um, 
they often make better decisions under high stress situations. Women also tend to be transformational leaders. And then women leaders understand the importance of investing their time in the development of others. We're relational. Um, some may say maybe it's that maternal instinct where, you know, because we are nurturing and caring by nature, that we are very focused on developing other people. Um, so those are very important characteristics and um, reasons why women make better leaders. Um, women leaders are also able to really, you know, look towards the future. They're the focus on teamwork and um, being able to um, demonstrate their ability, again, to multi multitask, handle, handle various stressful situations or moments of crisis a lot better. Um, so out of the eight traits that matter the most to, in terms of leadership, there's honesty or being honest, um, intelligent, decisive, organized, compassionate, innovative, ambitious. At the top of that list, people find that the most important traits that matter in a leader is that of being honest, then intelligent, being decisive, and being organized. So honesty, of course, is, is the best thing. Um, and I'm sure you all have found within your respective organizations you want your leaders, those who are in charge, to be transparent, to be honest, to be forthright and, you know, communicate what's going on within your respective organizations. That, those are some of the characteristics or traits that are important to um, employees when they're looking um, at leadership which will also help them feel good about remaining in an organization and or working for a particular leader. So if women are able to demonstrate that they meet these character traits or have these, these traits, which will make them effective leaders, it still doesn't translate to how women feel about themselves as far as seeking promotion, a promotion or looking for other job opportunities. So there are studies that show that women tend to rank themselves lower when it comes to assessing themselves compared to men. So for example, if there's an opportunity, um, there's a job opportunity that is a promotion that would turn out to be a promotion for you. More often than not, a woman is going to make sure that she checks every single one of the boxes 
on the checklist of the job description before making a decision to apply for the job. Whereas a man, they don't feel like they need to check every single box. In fact, they have the I'll fake it till I make it type of mentality. And because women often second guess themselves and 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 don't necessarily um, rank themselves high when it comes to making their own self-assessment and their ability to lead, it's going to minimize the number of women who will actually um, move forward in trying to apply for a leadership role. So that's something that as women, we probably need to look at more carefully and assess why that's the case. But more importantly, change the narrative and begin to position ourselves in a space where we can feel comfortable with applying for those leadership positions because we have um, more often than not, again, the, the skills, the experience, and the natural born ability to lead. So this conference, again, was a way to rejuvenate um, and just revitalize that spirit within to make some assessments and make some changes, especially if there's a strong desire to move into leadership. And so my challenge to the women who are listening to this week's episode of Light It Up, if you have contemplated um, applying for another position within your respective organization, or even looking outside of your institution, whatever that may be, whatever industry that may be, start to take the time to invest in yourself by finding relevant professional development conferences that will help you begin to prepare to make your next move. All of us need some level of encouragement. Sometimes we need someone to, you know, light that spark um, so that we can move forward in some different areas. I also recommend that you find a mentor. Oftentimes that takes work. Um, you can have a mentor for different aspects of your life. So it's okay to have more than one mentor. And even at, um, you know, even if you've been working for 10, 15, 20 years, it's still okay for you to be mentored. But you have to make sure that you understand as you're seeking out mentorship, what you're looking for from a mentor and determine whether or not um, a mentor can, has the availability um, and, you know, has the time to really work with you in a way that, that you need. So you have to make sure 
that you set up a plan and inform the mentor what it is that you're looking for, but it's a give and take relationship. But my challenge to you is to begin to invest in yourself, find those professional development opportunities, find a mentor. And then again, if there are positions that you're interested in, don't talk yourself out of applying for a position. Don't focus so much on whether or not you check every single box off that checklist. Just put yourself out there and go forward. 2022 is quickly coming to an end and it's time to reassess, reevaluate, and um, determine how you're going to move forward in 2023. So that's my challenge to you. I will keep you all updated on how things are progressing on my end and the areas in which I'm going to focus on. I, I'm hopeful that I'll have quite a bit to share going forward um, in 2023. So I want to thank you all for taking a moment out of your day to tune in to this week's episode of Light It Up. I hope that there was something that I shared that resonated with you and that can serve as that spark to get you on the next path to success. So I hope you all enjoy the remainder of your week. Remember to always light it up and shine bright like a diamond. Thanks for joining me this week on Light It Up. Make sure you visit my website at www.lightituppodcast.com or www.ajinamohammed.com. You can also find me on social media using the handle at Light It Up Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or you can simply tell a friend about the show. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next time, light it up and shine bright like a diamond.